Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Boss Rush Podcast, a great place to play games and be better. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Deary, and alongside me, as always, is the PC Muscle Race himself, Laron Dawkins. What's popping? Hi, Laron. Sorry, y'all. I have sleeves on tonight. Sorry. Sorry, but I am rocking a nice, crisp V-neck. Look, no sleeves, no Stephanie. We are... We are lacking. We're, we're, we're destitute. <laughs> Fine. We're here, hey, though. Uh, I like that. I like that flashy new look, though. Damn, that is nice. Yeah, I uh, did a wait, lot. Are of... we, wait, are we simulcasting right now? Are we? I'm, mean? I'm, I'm curious. Are we on? Are we on both YouTube and Twitch tonight? No, not this week. We're okay. Go- we're gonna start doing that. I just, I didn't feel like setting it up to be honest with you. Uh, uh, okay, gotcha. It's kind of set up, but also like restream. It was acting weird. And I didn't feel like messing up my obs stuff because sometimes when i mess with it my system crashes and that's always a good time oh, understandable so yeah may, uh my goal is not next well maybe by next episode we will be simul streaming across the board uh on all the shows so yeah it's just uh just me and Leron tonight little intimate black t-shirt action here I know. What what is this? We we're we're almost twins. You got you got the you got the traditional and I got the V. I know. Hmm. It's true. That is true. How uh how's your week going, Laron? It's it's been a week. Like uh, it's been a week. I uh I as you guys know, like my roommate uh my roommate had COVID. He's he's pretty much recovered. Um and I keep getting like my weird like COVID scares is that he's forced me to take either at home tests or actually go get PCRs. Like everything's negative. Um but um I had to take I had to go get a um I went and got another PCR test done uh early this week because um because Because you're paranoid. I, oh well paranoid, yeah. But um but I took an at home test and uh and you know how you're supposed to like wait 15 minutes and read the results mm-hmm. well 15 minutes later after i after i did the test you know the results showed up negative and you know like i had to finish up a few things you know um and then go on about my business and then when i came back i came back to i came back to throw the test away because i left it on the uh, dining room table mm-hmm. I can't throw a test away and when i went to throw it away like i caught i caught it in the light of the of the kitchen mm-hmm. uh and i could see a faint pink line and i was like oh shit yeah, but that's you're supposed to check in 15 minutes because after 20 minutes that line shows up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. So I mean, they they very specifically tell you 15 minutes because any amount of time after 15 minutes, like that line will show up, and at some point, if you checked it now, it would, the line would be like probably darker than the baseline. Okay. Okay. Then. All right. So I just I worried myself for no reason. Yeah, you did. You did, Laron. What are you doing? Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Oh, you know, that's that's me, you know. Like I'm I don't call myself a mild hypochondriac for nothing. That's fine. It's fine. We all are to an extent. So Yeah. Uh no Stephanie tonight. She's uh getting a well deserved rest. So Stephanie, you know you're listening to this. Feel yeah, better get, so you can come yeah, back next feel week. Better. Feel better. We miss you. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is awkward, me and Laron talking it's weird how's it awkward i'm just kidding i'm just messing with how's it awkward if anything if anything it's just another it's it's another night at 1 15 in the morning mm. Mm. trying to start the yeah. after dark show way too early tonight <laughs> uh <laughs> oh man well Laron, 
while we're talking about other people, uh, we have some patrons to shout out. Yes. Uh, you can support the Boss Rush Podcast and our other shows by heading over to Patreon, patreon.com slash Boss Rush Network, where you can get this show on audio feeds one week early, as well as Expansion Pass one week early, and Standard Definition two weeks early, and After Dark two weeks early. So you're getting four shows early, all on one sweet, sweet podcast feed. And uh, yeah, you can get all that for just a dollar by supporting us. But if you want to be a Patreon producer, you can head on over there and subscribe at the $5 tier. What does that mean? Well, it means you get your name shouted out on this here program, as well as our other shows. Laron, let's read our Patreon producers, shall we? Yes, let's, let's do it. Patreon producers for this week's episode are Quentin Jackson, Rebecca Jewell, Adriel Munger, and my wife, Sana Dierig. I want to thank all we- of our patrons. I want to thank all of our Patreon producers. I want to thank all of our free listeners. If you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, please leave us a five-star rating or review. It really helps us out. And remember, all of our content is free. You just get a few perks if you support us financially. But if not, Five-star rating helps as well. Whether you are a Patreon supporter or just a uh, just a full-time listener, we love you and we appreciate you. Yes. Yes, we do. Uh, also, if you want to see our new look, you can head on over to our YouTube channel. I have this really weird stuffiness in my nose right now. It's about to come out. It's a sneeze. No, it's not. You know you know what to do? Mute the mic. You know what to do. I know. Uh... Yeah, uh, you can head on over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Boss Rush Network. You can see our new look, our fresh new look for this show, as well as uh, a few others. This was quite a project to to redesign, because I am a loser and just decide to do it whenever I feel like it. Uh, LeBron, are you doing anything mm-hmm. fun? Do you watch anything, play anything, do anything? Um, well, I am, um, I, I'm, I'm actually caught up on Obi-Wan. Like, I actually watched, ep- I actually watched episode five this morning. So did I. So did I. Dude. <laughs> Dude. Okay, so can we, can we talk about Obi-Wan? Let's do it. Yeah, okay. Let's do so, it. okay, so full spoilers for Obi-Wan. If you don't want to hear it, I'm sorry, but we're going to talk about it. Uh, Laron, Darth Vader is scary. Right. This is the this is the Darth Vader that has been depicted in the comic books. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we got man. a glim- we got a glimpse of it at the end of Rogue One, right? But like, yeah, this Darth Vader man, like episode yeah. three, he was scary. He, like this episode was scary. He is, he is raw, dude. He caught a spaceship and just hey, held it. Hey, dude, that's just like the Force Unleashed. Remember? I know. I know. <laughs> but like, this was cooler because. Force Unleashed is no longer canon. Well, and num- this is... well, well, number one, like that that ship he caught in the Force Unleashed, you know, that was a full blown Star Destroyer. I don't believe that. Like this this frigate he got, this frigate he caught, like I I, I feel that's a little more acceptable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I mean Obi Wan is is good. I'm really liking the show. I know a lot of people are kind of complaining because it's slow paced and you know it's slow paced. It's Where? not it's not all lightsaber battles and whatever. Like is wait 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 they're acting. 
Okay, now, I, now, okay, I know Obi Wan is like technically what? It's ten years since ten uh, years since after War- Revenge of the Sith. Yes. Okay, so he's not that he's not that old, but at the same time, dude is not dude is you you don't use the Force, you know, in the mm-hmm. in a galaxy run by the Sith. You don't do that, you know. Yeah. So yeah, like. You know, it, it makes it makes obvious sense that he's rusty, you know, because mm-hmm. like any time another force sensitive person could find him and it's not always going to be a light sider, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, so I don't I don't I, I don't get all the all the detractors from this show. Like, it's a good show. Like, I, I feel like the pacing is fine. Like, there, there's been something going on every single episode. It's not like it's not like any episode has felt like filler. It yeah. is not like that, you know. Yeah. Um. And and you know, like it's it's got the Star Wars pacing because it keeps jumping back and forth to like, it does what all Star Wars movie does. It jumps back and forth to like three different parts of the plot, three or four different parts of the plot in each story. Mm-hmm. You know, like you got you got something going on 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 Alderaan. You got something going on Tatooine. You got something going on 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 any of the Sith homeworld. You know, the Inquisitor homeworlds. Mm-hmm. Like, and by the way, the 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 Inquisitor, like I can't remember Reva? the name of it. No, 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 no. The name of their the name of their headquarters because they've got like four oh of the them. uh inqu- uh the fortress inquisitoris or whatever the it's yeah, it's in, the inquisitoria yeah it's the same yeah. it's the same place that's in Jedi Fallen Order at the end yeah. of Jedi Fallen Order yeah they've confirmed yeah. it's the same one and it's cool because there's actually actually mirroring uh scenes mm-hmm. from the game in the show like when yeah. Uh, spoilers for Jedi Fallen Order, I guess. I know a lot of people are playing it for the first time, but like, there's a scene where the glass breaks, and one of the characters mm-hmm. has to use the Force to hold the water back while the glass breaks. Well, yep. Obi Wan kind of does that in the show, and it's pretty cool. Uh, I mean, he doesn't and hold it, the water back really. He kind of holds the glass, and then the water breaks, and then he sprints for it. But like, I, I'm. I'm actually quite impressed with the show. I, I, this is probably my favorite. This show is doing good things. This show is doing good things, and I just, I just refuse to understand the people who are having such visceral reactions. Like you know, like people have come from Moses Ingram. By the way, I hope you're happy now. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> she's and also an awesome character. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you know, like knowing. Knowing what we know about her, especially by the time you get to this episode, knowing what you know about her now, like you are, like you can understand why she's not a conventional Sith. Mm-hmm. You understand, but mm-hmm. you gotta get to this point, you know. And yeah. you assholes, and you assholes who are like, you know, like, like, oh, this is bullshit and all this stuff. And, you know, you force, you force the lead writer of the show to actually get on social media and break and, and you know, like, ruin the plot on social media. You know, shame on you guys yeah. because. You oh, I didn't see that. Process. I didn't see. Oh, that. you didn't? No. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I saw it. Yeah. Like, uh, like they were they were pissed off because of like the stuff that was going on with the Grand Inquisitor and stuff like that. Because you know, like Star Wars Rebels is canon. You know. Right. Um. So they were pissed off about that. You know, they were like, "Oh, there's no way like he could be dead and whatnot." You know, like spoiler alert, he's not dead. Like, yeah. Did you watch freaking Star Wars Rebels? They already acknowledged that Star Wars Rebels is canon. So yeah. whatever's going on is whatever's going on right now in Obi Wan. We know how the story pans out. Yeah, it's just like, uh, just just like we know, like Vader is is eventually gonna run across Ahsoka. Yeah, it's, we we know all this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> this this so this show actually has me really excited for the Ahsoka show as well. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, I know the I think the Ahsoka show is running after uh, Return of the Jedi, right? Did they confirm that? Yeah. Although I would love to see her in this show. 
Well, Ahsoka, well, Ahsoka, Mandalorian, and uh, Boba Fett are all taking place in right. the, relatively the same time. Right, and then so, and then Obi Wan Andor are and prequels. There's another show that's running kind of similar to this too. Oh, that that Jude Law there's show, an... the Jude Law show that they announced is also what Jude Law show is this? The uh, hold on, let me let me look it up. It's uh. Wow, they got Jude Law and Ewan McGregor in the same in the same continuity now. <laughs> uh, yeah, let me see. This Jude Law Star Wars show is called. Um, why? Uh, Skeleton Crew, and hmm. it's uh, a group of younglings who are about ten years old who get lost in the Star Wars universe, and he's kind of like the focal point mm-hmm. of, of the show. So. Yeah, I don't know. That seems that seems more like a kid show, but uh, it's that show's also supposedly running around this time frame as well. Uh, but yeah, man, Obi Wan. Like I, the the only part of the show I did not like was the Leia chase scene at the beginning. That's the yeah. only scene of the show that I did not like. I would say actually, I would say most of the first half of the first episode were like kind of cheesy like prequel kind of stuff but like i still like i love J- jimmy smith still going as this character yeah. Uh, yeah uh the girl that's playing young leia is hilarious uh i know man it's 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 amazing she's so good yeah i'm like thoroughly impressed with this girl uh rev uh reva's cool mm-hmm. uh i like that they brought back uh Edgerton as uh, Joel Edgerton as uh, uh, Owen Lars. Like, I just, yeah. this show is doing a lot of great things. I, so, uh, the episode that aired today, they showed flashbacks of like episode, probably circa episode two of Obi Wan. Yeah, because, yeah, because, uh, because, uh, Anakin had his little rat tail braid. Well, yeah, but he also had his, uh, his arm still oh okay i didn't see any because glo- like i rewound that scene and i was looking i was like i don't think he has it covered so uh which was cool i really liked that flashback gosh dude ian mcgregor's like episode two mullet is just <laughs> it's hilariously bad uh yeah yeah like it looked like they de-aged christensen didn't they a, a little scene. bit i think they de-aged yeah. both of them a little bit to be honest I mean, they had. I mean, not that Christian Tate isn't looks old or anything, but like. Well, no, he looks older. I mean, he looks older, but he doesn't look old. Like, if you look at him now, he doesn't look old, but he doesn't look like he's eighteen or nineteen or however old he was when he was filming episode two. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just I love everything about this show, uh, and Darth Vader is scary. Like when he walked mm, through the town mm. in episode three and just kind of just murdered people without. Yo, like man, like. It's it's it, you know what the one I feel like I feel like these I feel like these serialized Star Wars episodes they feel like they feel like real space westerns mm-hmm. you know and that's something that's something the movies could never do like well they couldn't give it real justice the movies always focused on the fantasy part of it you mm-hmm. know you yeah. know man these feel like these. This feels like, you know, all they had to do is like take away lightsabers, you know, like switch out blasters for freaking, you know, like like Colt revolvers and stuff. And it's the Wild West, you know, wh- horses and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, 
Remember, I love the feel of this. Yeah, I mean, remember everybody's favorite character in the Mandalorian season two was uh, Timothy Oliphant's character. Yep, yep. Who was literally a cowboy with a red scarf and a blaster. <laughs> that was so cool. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Um, but yeah, I mean, what do you what are you liking about Obi Wan? I mean, you know, I like I like the overall look and design of it. You know, like, you know, like it, it definitely looks it looks like it looks like a very modern like, you know, it looks like a very modern take on Star Wars, despite it being a prequel and stuff like that. You know, it looks really clean. Um, I do like the fact that, you know, like they're like it's showing like Obi-Wan is dealing with trauma from 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 Mustafar to freaking, you know, from Mustafar to Coruscant to Tatooine. He's dealing with serious trauma from all the stuff that's happened to him in the in the 10 years prior and stuff like that you know like and and the guy basically he gave up you know yeah well he well, well he gave up one because like, he didn't want to be killed he didn't want to be hunted down and, and murdered you know and god like when he was in when he was in uh the the inquisitor fortress man seeing the freaking seeing the tomb of the mm-hmm. of the jedi oh my mm-hmm. god yeah that was like that was, that was hardcore. I want to say it was that's probably one of the most graphic things we've seen in Star Wars. Yeah, it was horrifying. It was like, yeah. oh my gosh, that's so scary. Like just yeah. And they, oh, did you oh did you notice the disclaimers they had before you start the episode today, right? Oh yeah, I saw that. Talk about talk about the violence depicted in there because man, yeah. like they actually showed Vader cut down them kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they showed they showed Anakin. <laughs> yeah. As the newly as the newly as newly the newly molded um. Vader. Um, Vader. Yeah, yeah, I know that was uh, that was an that whole that whole scene, man. Like, the, like I really liked the kind of three way storytelling they were going with, right? Because they were obviously showing like the flashback of of Obi Wan and Anakin. Like, oh, the whole plot of the show, the whole plot of this episode was like, okay, Obi Wan's going to use Darth Vader's kind of aggression and need to prove himself against him right and that was mm-hmm. that was the whole point of the flashback to show like yeah. oh obi-wan can win without his lightsaber right and because anakin's too aggressive and he's too uh able to he's he's still trying to prove himself and he always wants to try to prove himself and be to win no matter what right and that was yeah. like you know he he's impatient also and it's and it's crazy too because at because Anakin slash Vader has never learned that lesson. Because remember, mm-hmm. um, remember Count Dooku chastised him about that, you mm-hmm. know, a couple of times. Yeah. Um, Yoda says something to him about that. Mace Windu says something about him to that. Definitely Obi Wan has said something to him. And shit, you look, you probably look deep enough. Even the Emperor has said something to him about that shit. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah, and like it even. I hate to, I hate to say it. I, <clears throat> I, I love the, I love the fact. I love the fact. I don't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. I love the fact that they're actually showing that, you know, like Darth Vader is highly flawed. Mm-hmm. I like this because, you know, because that's the one thing, you know, like because, you know, me, I'm not a super big Star Wars fan. I'm more mm-hmm. of a Trekkie than, than Star Wars. And the one thing that we that we that we've always heard for years is that Darth Vader is the best. You know, mm-hmm. they people automatically said Darth Vader is the best without like any real point of reference. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and now we're seeing like this guy is flawed. You know, your your Sith superhero is flawed, and I love it. And, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, I I know someone's gonna be listening to this and they're gonna be all pissed off at me for saying this, but hey, like this is what makes these characters more real. Like if they were just Superman, like for example, mm-hmm. Superman, you, you know, like yeah, like 
there's yeah. there's no there's no dimensionality to that you know being perfect yeah you know? and you know his his sole purpose in this show is to hunt down obi-wan right and that's mm-hmm. like it's consuming him you can tell it's consuming him and like i like the way that it actually kind of uh you know everybody's talking about well how are they doing the show with darth vader and obi-wan if in in episode four they haven't supposedly haven't battled or seen each other since you know whatever happened this, right and this episode kind of this this episode kind of kind of said that yeah well they 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 kind of like work that line into this into the storyline right where like mm-hmm. you know uh when we last met i was but the learner now i'm the master well yeah. like the whole flashback scene was obi-wan showing anakin that he was still the padawan right yeah because he still had a lot to learn and mm-hmm. then you get to the current state where they're you know kind of trying to get everybody out and uh obi-wan is like he tricks Vader and he's still learning. Right. And like, that's where that line kind of comes in. And I really kind of like how they did that. It didn't feel forced. It didn't feel like it was just uh, like, and I know a lot of people probably won't even notice that at first. Right. But Mm. they won't because go go ahead. (laughs) I was just saying, no, they won't because they're going to be too blinded by the fact that, you know, like they're, they're, they're going to be too blinded by the fact that they're trying to get their fanboy moment out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, when Vader realizes he's defeated and like uh Reva sh- walks up behind him and tries to like stab oh, him. I and... was like I was like girl you picked the wrong time. <laughs> Dude, it was so cool. Plus, then there's so many flashbacks from Attack of the Clones in there, right? Where like yeah. well first of all he starts fighting uh Reva. He's like he blocks her lightsaber. Well Okay, before we get to the Reva fight, I want to talk about how he catches a s- spaceship in the air and just holds it there. <laughs> again because that whole scene was so cool i was like yeah and it it threw me i was like oh no did he is he really gonna catch all these people and then like i i was watching it in bed this morning so like when he caught that starship i sat up yeah (laughs) yeah that was so cool because like again in episode four he says you know the power to blow up a planet is no match for the power of the force and you're like oh okay whatever like you're gonna blow up a planet but like when you see certain scenes like things that happen in Rogue One and things that happen in the show, and when he catches mm-hmm. a starship taking off, you totally believe he could like, oh boy, he could like probably do some he's damage. He's gonna wreck some shit. Yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, and then like when it falls to the ground and he walks in and just... he rips it open. Yeah, <laughs> like he ripped. He literally rips the side of the, the side panel <laughs> off and realizes it's empty, and then he watches the other one fly away. Right, and he's like super angry. Well, yeah, but you know, but you know, it's also cool about that. Like, I do like because, like, if you if you look at his body language when he sees the second ship take uh-huh. off, you can tell that he is visibly he's visibly uh, uh like he's visibly fatigued from yeah. doing from catching the other ship. So, so yeah. it's not like there's this big well of like strength that you know like mm-hmm. he's gonna have. You yeah, know? he's like he has like all this strength, but only for a certain amount of time because like, you know, he's still technically kind of learning how to use this body and like mm-hmm. you know i mean he's half machine you know he's when yeah, they're putting together his his path to the force is is not is, is muddy because he's not a whole individual anymore yeah and he just it's it's amazing to watch but then like he blocks <laughs> reva's lightsaber when she sneaks up on him 
And like the first like half of the fight, he's just oh. literally fighting her with the force and not even using a lightsaber. And Dude, then... I thought I thought John Favreau directed this episode because man, I was looking at it and it's like watching a mar- old martial arts flick where he's like doing the hand movements and just, and blocking everything. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, What's going on here. And it was really cool to watch him. And then she pulls out the double lightsaber. He breaks it in half with the force first of all, and then yeah. he uses both lightsabers. Which was so cool, because like that, that goes back to Attack of the Clones 2 when he's fighting Count Dooku in the cave, right? Where he uses Obi-Wan's yeah. and his to fight Dooku, and yeah. obviously he gets his arm cut off. But like that whole scene of Darth Vader using two lightsabers was incredibly cool. Now I feel like I feel like him and the Grand and the and the OG Grand Inquisitor. I feel like Vader and the OG Grand Inquisitor made a made a mistake when dealing with her, because mm-hmm. they they need the Vanquisher. Like mm-hmm. I, I I think. It, my thinking is like you know like she it, she probably wants to plot some revenge but but at this point she probably she probably should think just to lay low yeah i think that she is uh i think that vader left her uh, uh alive for a reason cuz like even though he's very impatient and very you know uh aggressive he does still do things with a purpose right and mm-hmm. everything yeah. is still thought out uh, so I think that he is, uh, she's, she's alive and she is going to somehow, I don't know, because the rumor is she's getting her own spinoff show, which is going to piss, which is going to piss those, those haters off even more, but yeah. I'm, I'm here for it because I mean, like, mm-hmm. because here's the thing about it, like, like, you know, the Inquisitors are something brand new that was brought up for Star Wars Rebels and then it got expanded to, uh, to Fallen Order, mm-hmm. you know? So, so they can literally make the Inquisitors up as they go along and stuff like that. So, you know, like if we're going to actually like look at something, you know, like that's based on the Inquisitors and stuff like that, I'm here for it, you know, because yeah. I think the, I think the Inquisitors were like the coolest thing that was added to Star Wars when you consider that, you know, like technically none of these guys can be masters or apprentices because there's a rule of two with the Sith, which yeah. I think the stupidest, which I think is the stupidest fucking thing in the world. You know, I understand, I understand the lore and the logic behind it. You know, like if everybody was, was a Sith Lord, you know, <laughs> there'd be no order, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but it's also stupid that, you know, you have a Sith Lord and he can literally have like an entire horde of apprentices, you know, mm-hmm. you know, but they're not really apprentices. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a weird ass rule. And, you know, like, I, I feel like I, I need to go to uh, to Lucas Ranch and, and ask George Lucas, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I don't I, I, I just think the show is very cool and well done and. I think the characters, the new characters and the old characters, like, uh, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, uh, Ice Cube's, uh, son mm-hmm. is in it. He's a really cool character. Uh, yeah. The girl, uh, the, the woman character that was like the double agent. Oh God. Tala. Tala? I think his name. Oh man. I loved, I, it's, it's so, I, 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 I have this problem with, I have this problem with TV shows and well, TV shows and movies. I always fall in love with the the quote unquote doomed character. I always do that, and mm-hmm. man, I I kind of knew I kind of knew something was going on because well, the because previ- because the, the previously on Obi Wan Kenobi it focused on her too much. So I was like, oh damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and plus I kind of figured, especially like if they don't do a second season, which all signs are kind of pointing that they're going to do a second season now, mm-hmm. uh, because the show is so popular. Did you know this is Disney Plus's most watched show? 
ever. Yeah, yeah, which is weird because it feels like it's also his most hated show. Yeah, it's it's just crazy because like how popular Marvel is and how n- kind of seemingly not popular Star Wars is. Yeah, really, you know, and well, I think I think I think honestly, it's because like guys like us, guys our age and stuff, like you know, we grew up on like the like the original trilogy and stuff like that, and so there's certain part there's certain. There's certain parts I feel like we are we are more interested. You know, well, we're 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 more invested in what happened with the characters that we grew up with before the prequel tro- before the prequel trilogy happened and before the sequel trilogy happened. You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like we want to we want to know what we want to know what happened. You know, like yeah. we want to see we want to see what what winds up you know becoming the uh, was it the 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 first republic. You know, when that happens. You know. Yeah. So it's just uh, Obi Wan. It's a great show. I highly recommend it. Um, Same. Yeah, I, I know. Like, for me, like the first half of the first episode did not do anything special for me. But everything after that, like even when they're going to try to, like when Leia is kidnapped and they, you know, are being chased through the cyberpunky city, right? And then you kind of it, it. The whole show is just so good. I cannot wait for the the series. I can't believe it's almost over now. Like next week's yeah, the last episode. Oh, it's only six episodes. That's yeah. right. Uh, and then Andor starts, I think, the first week of August, uh, because Captain Marvel is also going on right now. Oh, you... yeah, Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Which did... I haven't even I haven't even started yet. You should, man. It's it's super like after watching the like how dark and kind of gr- grim and that Star Wars is like it's such the polar opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a cute show. And uh, people should watch that too. But... I haven't watched Moon Knight yet. I need to. I, I wasn't that into Moon Knight. It was fine. My my roommate's been giving me shit about that because he's like, "Why haven't you watched Moon Knight yet?" And I'm like, "I'm not. I'm not entirely enthusiastic about watching it right now." You know, that's that's really been my thing. Like, like I didn't really follow the. You know, okay. I, I guess I guess this isn't a real argument because I did I didn't really I never really found the Moon Knight comics anything appealing and stuff like that. Like I don't know anything about this 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 guy. You know, stuff like that. So you know, like I had no logical connection to like you know Moon Knight as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like compared to like the MCU, like you know, like um, let's uh, you know, like I. I didn't really read any um, any Iron Man comics or any Hulk comics or any Thor comics, but I knew about the Avengers and I knew about Captain America and stuff like that. So that was my buy-in right there. And because like the MCU, you know, like molded their first their first entire arc around those characters, you know, I wound I, I wound up coming to appreciate them and stuff like that. You know, whereas Moon Knight, I feel like Moon Knight's an outsider to me. You know, mm-hmm. like I've never seen any time the Avengers have an action and Moon Knight was there. <laughs> right. Yeah, not in the comics at least, and stuff like that. You know, like if anything, is always the Avengers and the X Men. Which, what the hell are they waiting for? Right. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, but my roommate, he can't understand it, and I'm like, I just, I'm going to watch it. I'm just not in any hurry to watch it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I didn't. I, I it might be my least favorite Marvel show, to be honest with you. Oh yeah. Um. Mm. I, I can hear, yeah, I can hear Josh Finney rolling his eyes and just climbing through the camera right now, but it's okay. Why does he love? He Moon loves. Knight? He loves Moon Knight. Okay, like he's obsessed with Moon Knight. Uh, but you know, to keep up with the MCU, I watched it. So, mm. yeah, I'm behind on the MCU. Like I haven't, I still haven't seen Eternals. Um, I haven't made it to the theaters yet to see uh see uh Doctor Strange. Well, good. Um, 
guess what? It's coming to Disney Plus next week. Doctor Strange? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, you do anything else? You watch anything else? You playing anything else? Uh, well, let's see. Uh, I, um, let's see. Last, oh, last weekend. Was it last weekend? Okay, yeah. So, last, so this, this past weekend, I watched the, uh, the movie, um, the movie Fire Island. Uh, it's basically a, a, a gay rom-com. Um, and, uh, it's got, oh, it's got the, the, it's got the, the Asian guy from SNL in it, right? Yeah. Bo, Bo and Yang. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, well, the, uh, the leads and the leads in it are, are, are Asian, are Asians. Um, and it's actually pretty cool. Like, um, like, you know, like I, I, I was talking to my boyfriend after, after, cause we both watched it and I was talking to him after it and I was like, I really enjoyed the movie. I, I enjoyed it so much that I watched it again the next day, you know? Hmm. Um, and it's funny because like, this is kind of like the gay version of Mean Girls, you know, you know, the gay it, version it, of Mean Girls is, well, well, is, okay. gay, is Mean Girls not, not gay enough? Well, Mean, mean Girls <laughs> is gay, but, but. But you know how, how Mean Girls like talked about like all the archetypes of like being in girl world, right? Yeah, like this movie does a really good job of talking about the archetypes of gay world. There's still some things they miss because uh, they didn't have bisexual people in there. I was like, what? No bi visibility? What the fuck's wrong with y'all? You know, gay uh, only. Te- I know, I know. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> but uh, but no, like it 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 was actually it was actually it was actually it was funny, uh, and it was story driven, you know, but. And it, it's it's a good it's good you know like if you're I'm just gonna recommend to anyone that's listening right now like you know like if you're if you're cool and comfortable with it I mean there's not any hardcore like gay stuff so you're not gonna see you know like like you know like dicks in your face and stuff like that you know if you're but you know if it's something if you're if if, if you're flexible enough and stuff like that give it a watch it's actually a really good it's actually a really good movie it's got it's got a really strong plot and stuff like that and at the end of the day like it's a rom com so it's a love story <laughs> cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's got a good cast though. You know, it's got Bo and Yang, it's got um, uh, 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 Joel Kim Booster um, and uh, Margaret Cho's in it. So yeah, you know, um, it's got it's got some good stuff in it. Cool. Uh... And then um, that's that's about the most because um, I mean I'm just watching I'm just on my usual grind of my other weekly stuff. So Star Star Trek Strange New Worlds, of course. Which uh, what's happening shows... in Star Trek Strange New Worlds, Laurent? <laughs> Okay, well, for anyone that's pretend not... I know what you're talking about. Okay, all right. Well, this no is, Kirk, this... I hear. Yeah, no Kirk. It's actually a prequel. It's, it's the guy. It's pre-Kirk. Yeah, it's the it's the guy who had command of the Enterprise before Kirk shows up and stuff like that. But the cool thing is, Kirk's brother is on on the show. Oh, of course. Yeah, Kirk's brother is on the show because Kirk's brother was in Starfleet at one point. So yeah, his brother's on the show, um, and. Uh, and basically, so yeah, it follows Christopher Pike um, and Spock and the and the and the first first officer that we ever learned about in Star Trek, which was a which is a woman uh, played by Rebecca Romain. Um, and basically, like they just do they, it. It's supposed to be it's supposed to be not serialized. They're doing episodic stories. There are self contained stories and stuff. I'm, I'm like real soon, y'all are gonna get tired of this. <laughs> y'all are gonna have like some some story arcs, but whatever. Uh, but it's it's a really it's it's. It's a really refreshing show, and I've been talking to a lot of my Trekkie friends about it, and they say out of all the new Star Trek shows, like this is this is the, their favorite one so far. And I'm not sure if it's my favorite one because I'm still I'm still a Star Trek Discovery fan, um, and Picard season two just ended not too long ago, and that was a really strong season. It was, uh, in my opinion, it was a lot better than Picard season one. Um, and you know, like 
we've got five Star Trek ser- shows right now, you know, and Paramount Plus is doing their damnedest to make sure Star Trek is on every week. Wait, five? So wait, okay, so you have got, Strange New Worlds, you have Picard, you have Discovery. You've got Lower Decks, which is an animated show, uh, uh, and then you've got um, and then you've got Prodigy, which is a CG animated show, and that mm. and that one is actually supposed to be on Nickelodeon. I'm not sure if if it's actually on Nickelodeon or not, but. Or if it's on Paramount Plus Premium as a Nickelodeon show, but all of them are serious Star Trek. Even Lower Decks. Lower Deck is supposed to be Lower Decks is supposed to be the comedy show. Um, so think The Simpsons, you know, in Star as Star Trek, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, but it's actually gotten more serious because um, they 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 found their balance between giving us fan service, you know, for the comedy show and actually making it feel like Star Trek. Mm. Yeah. So there's five. There's five shows. There's uh, like um, I'm. I know they've got two more in the works. One of one they kind of kept under wraps, like we don't know anything about it. And then there's supposed to be another one coming with uh, uh with um with Michelle Yeoh because she was on two, she was on three seasons of Star Trek Discovery, um and then and and then her character something happens to her character and she's no longer on Discovery, but she's supposed to be popping back up in a new series. That show's been on for three for three seasons. Four seasons. Oh jeez, I had no idea. Yeah, four seasons, and and the cool thing is like Star Trek, the, the just like Star Wars has its haters, like Star Trek has haters too. You know, like everyone, every, a lot of people swear up and down like this new Trek is not Star Trek and all this stuff. But if it's not doing that well, why the hell does Discovery? Why the hell is Discovery uh, getting a season five? Why is why is Picard getting a season three? Why has Strange New Worlds been renewed before the first episode came out for a second season? Right. <laughs> Wow. Lower Decks getting a third season. Prodigy, you know, Prodigy's got has gotten greenlit for a second season. Like, it must not be it must not be bad Trek everywhere. Some people, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. some people just can't be happy with what they get. You know, they can't. You know, and here's the thing about it: if you don't like it, don't watch it. Yeah, you don't have to you watch everything. You know, yeah, if you don't like it, if you don't like it, don't uh, watch it. Look, jo- Josh. <laughs> yeah, heard, I see it. Josh heard me talk <laughs> talking about Moon Knight, and he shows up. <laughs> I saw. Mm. But he he's going he's going the Patrick Stewart route first. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, look, Patrick Stewart is is cool. He's the man. He's yeah, old, but he's the man. Yeah, like I'm I'm ready for him to pull a Sean Connery and say I'm retiring. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not well. I'm not ready for him. I'm just expecting it at this point. You know, I'm not ready for Professor X to retire. You know, nobody's re- nobody's ready. But, you know, hey, you got James McAvoy, who does an actual pretty good Professor X. He does. I so yeah. my thing with the X-Men movies is the cast was amazing. But the 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 movies were just not great. First They're class all over the place. First class was good. First class mm-hmm. was good. Uh, Days of Future Past was OK. They progressively got worse. I would say. Yeah, it did. It did. So. uh Anyways, <laughs> Josh says Moon Knight where <laughs> you missed that talk. Josh, was Moon Knight good? Tell me the truth. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I've been I mean, I've been rewatching Agent Carter for Standard Def. Uh, mm-hmm. And man, that first season is really good. I, yes. I, I mean, I, I love Haley Atwell in that role, though. I mean, that that whole show was just awesome. I love I I love because Agent Carter is like is basically like it's a caper show. Mm-hmm. I I've always liked I've always liked 
caper shows, well, storylines that are capers, and the whole the whole two seasons of Agent Carter, each season is a, is its own big caper. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I and, love it, and I love the time period, and like, it's obviously set in in the Marvel universe, but it's not like a it's not like a real superhero show, you know, like yeah, and like the little hints to like obviously there's a whole episode with the Howling Commandos, and then the uh obviously the black widow agent which mm-hmm. before their black widow you know like it was yeah it was cool it was i love i, I love me some dotty underwood oh god yeah. <laughs> i love i love dotty underwood oh man that that show is just it's a gem i'm sad that we didn't get a third season mm-hmm. although could be getting uh a uh, captain carter yeah which i would be okay with Although it probably wouldn't be set in this time period. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, it's fine. That's fine. I just, I like the show and I like the time period. And I just, I, I think the guy that plays Jarvis is funny. Uh, All right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I've been doing that. I haven't really been playing a lot because I've been redesigning everything because I'm a loser. Uh. But, I've been I've been doing some gaming. Yeah, what are you playing? What are you What uh, are you gaming? Monster well, the Hunter. Mon- <laughs> the Monster Hunter The Monster Hunter Sunbreak demo came out last night. So like after after I after I cut the podcast, uh, like I jumped on that, played a couple of real quick missions. Well, yeah, played a couple. Well, I played the missions that were designed around the new game mechanics, and mm-hmm. but I haven't I haven't tackled any of those uh any of the four quests that are available in there just yet. You know, to fight the, mo- the monsters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. But um, I have been playing the Quarry, um, and dude, let me tell you, it's a good game. I know you're not. I know you're not into. I know you're not into like like scary games and horror and so all that stuff. That's correct. Uh, <laughs> but it's a it's a good game. Like I would recommend anyone that's interested in it go ahead and pick it up and give it a try. Like the like it's like number one. Like the 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 vocal cast is um is fucking crazy you got lance henriksen um ariel winter uh, uh justice smith isn't uh you know uh evan evagora like david arquette like man the voice the voice talent alone is like like man like i understand why this is a 60 dollar game because like i feel somewhere it really should have been a 40 dollar game <laughs> yeah they had to they had to they had to they pay, had to pay the actors, cast man though. They had to pay those actors, um, but yeah, it's good. I I feel like I, I said this last night on Crossroads. I feel like the pacing's a little slow, but it might also be because like I'm one of those people. I'm kind of a completionist, so like I have to explore every nook and cranny, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm when I'm doing a, when I'm playing a game like this, you know, and and sometimes it pays off because like you know, um, you discover these things called um, you discover these tarot cards, and at the end of each chapter, like the the game narrator per se, you know, per se. Right. We'll uh, we'll read your tarot card and it'll give you a glimpse of something that's going to happen in the next chapter and that help that helps you know change you know ch- you know sway which path you decide to go on the story and stuff like that so that was cool. Um, I'm also um, I'm also like trying to play catch up on on my Mass Effect run because Story and I really have to like continue this uh, standard definition for that real soon. And uh, that's the ma- that's the major parts like uh, like I'm just getting ready for Monster Hunter and I'm also getting ready for Ninja Turtles. Yeah, Ninja Turtles tomorrow is gonna be. Oh my god! Great. I feel like I feel like I'm gonna lose so much sleep. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, I probably won't get to play it until Friday, uh, to be honest, because I got we. Have, I'm just trying to catch up on some stuff, but uh, I'm I'm super excited for Ninja Turtles, and uh, 
Yeah, I mean, six-player co-op, that's super cool. Casey Jones, the Casey Jones reveal at Summer Game Fest was, like, the best ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Turtles. I... What have I been playing? I haven't like I I really haven't been playing anything. I haven't I haven't even played Destiny in like two weeks. So uh, oh man, yeah, not man. Who are you? What have you done to my Corey? I I'm just I'm just a busy man, Laron. You know, just oh. trying to. Oh, I hear you. Just trying to make dreams come true. You know, <laughs> whatever that means at this <laughs> point. Oh man. So, yeah, uh, I know the last couple days we've talked about, uh, on separate occasions, the, like, Summer Game Fest and the Xbox Bethesda Showcase and Mm -hmm. everything else that kind of happened in the last couple weeks in terms of showcases and stuff, or... Yeah. What are, I mean, let's talk about some of the stuff. I know you're probably excited for Callisto Protocol, what did you think about oh, yeah. that kind of reveal? I want to talk about that first. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, as we know, like when they when they announced it with that teaser trailer last year, I was like, I already you already know, like this is in my, this is this is in my library before it's even out. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. But this uh. But this gameplay trailer that that you know was revealed that that came out last week. Wow. I mean, it was it's, brutal. Yeah, it's brutal. It's what it's what we expect from it's what we expect from like the the creators of the Dead Space trilogy, right? Uh, well, not even the Dead Space trilogy, Dead Space Universe is what we expected. Um, man, the kills. One of the things that I one of the things I I remember doing when I was playing Dead Space was looking looking getting letting allowing myself to get killed just to see how gruesome they are. And man, like in that in that. At the end of the trailer, where that where that thing bit that guy's face off, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, it was gross. <laughs> that was pretty gross. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, but it's got all the stylings of Dead Space, you know, which I love, and you know, and, I you mean, know, I even, think da- some... even down to like the collar being the uh, the health bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I, you know, and there's some people out there that didn't that didn't get the connection that this is from the same team that did Dead Space because they're like, "Oh, this is this must be." This must be a ripoff of Dead Space. I'm like, no, it's not a ripoff of Dead Space. It's it's what Dead Space could have become, you know, if uh, EA hadn't, you know, stepped in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then I'm glad it's coming out before the Dead Space remake too. <laughs> I know that, but that that puts me in a bind because like this game comes out in December and Dead Space remake comes out in January, which means I can't I can't mess around. Yeah, but this game can't be that long. Right? It can't be that long, but I also know. Even though I love, even though well, I, I'm not gonna say I love survival horror games. Like I, I used to be a big survival horror person, and then I kind of like got out of it because like Resident Evil and games of that ilk just got stale for me at, at a certain point. You know, like it just it, it was there was no more excitement to be had. And Dead Space was the game that brought me back into survival horror. But then I, I pick and choose like when I'm gonna, you know, what survival horror games I'm playing. Um, so you know, like right now I'm playing The Quarry. Like that's the first scary game I've actually thought about playing since alien isolation you know mm. um and so yeah so i'm one of those people that at this point i kind of take my time playing these games so you know like it whereas like i ate dead space up the first time i played in in, in like a week 
you know, the Callisto Protocol, I'm probably going to be a little bit slower because I also hate dying in these games. <laughs> I only like dying in these games. I'm trying to see the cinematics for how you can die. But beyond that, you know, like when I'm actually trying to play the game and stuff, I hate dying. So, so like if I, if I'm progressing and I get, I get like, like murked, I'm probably going to put it down for the night. <laughs> right. Just, yeah. Cause I mean, like the only game where I know I'm going to power through is going to be, well, I, I'm probably going to power through uh Callisto protocol because I have much love for, you know, the ex visceral or EA Redwood studio, you know, um, I have much love for those guys, you know, and I, and I want to support them, you know, right. um, but I know for sure all bets are off in the Dead Space remake comes out. Like, shit, as a matter of fact, I keep I keep promising Stephanie that I'm going to restart my Dead Space trilogy <laughs> run. Yeah. Uh, think she's yeah, not here to scold you on that. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. But, man, the Clister Protocol. Uh, yo, that weapon? <laughs> that that yeah. handgun he, hand he has that has, like, a Kinesis module in it? Yeah, yeah. I was like, what the f- I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, almost like a gravity gun yeah type thing man yeah what was crazy about it is like you hit them with it and like the and like the the creatures like kind of glitch out you know mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like they're stuck in place but they're also glitching and it's like what the fuck is going on here yeah yeah I mean, that game that game looks like if i was into horror games that would be one that i would be playing but i'm not I'm... you're not even into horror movies are you no Okay, okay. So I, just, I don't even just... I didn't even like watching things that have any hint of like scariness to them. I just So how are you how are you powering through Star Wars right now? Because I gotta say, this is the this is one of the scarier Star Wars games. But uh I mean look, it's not that's a game, I meant a yeah, show. I <laughs> it's it's not like brutally scary and it's not like jump scares or anything either. It's just like I, I don't know. Like, I, I won't watch something like the last. I think the last scary movie I think I watched for real was the first Saw movie, mm-hmm. I think. And it's not even that scary. It's just like a <laughs> gross puzzle. Right. Yeah. Shoot. Saw three got me out of the watching those movies. I don't I don't even. Yeah, I don't know. Like to me, it, also like brutality. A lot of like brutality really doesn't. Yeah, I can't really watch that either. Like, uh, like the boys, for example, is a show that I desperately want to be into because it's such a cool premise, but it's mm-hmm. so brutal and so gory that like I have to stop. Like, I could only watch like one episode at a time when I was watching it. Yeah, to the point where I just like I just stopped because it was too gross, you know. So, I hear you. I and, and like I don't want to be that way. Like I, I wish I could just sit there and enjoy it and be like, oh man, that's gross. Let's move on. And I just, for some reason, I just can't. Just can't. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but I, I think I'm gonna start watching the boys again because I heard the season's really good. I've heard I've heard the season is good too. I haven't even I haven't even, I've never started the show. Yeah, I got like five or six episodes in, and there's a point where I don't know. I just I I don't even remember why I stopped watching it. I just remember it being really gross, and I just stopped watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, although the scene that always gets me in that show, they don't even show anything gross. They just talk about it. Where like they're in this. Uh... So the premise of the show spoilers i guess for the first five minutes of the boys right this guy Mm -hmm. 
his his girlfriend is accidentally murdered by one of the superheroes uh and they try to cover oh, is that carl urban's character no uh oh it's not no it's uh the guy with like the weird curly hair and looks very unassuming like he's like the okay. main character of the show besides carl urban uh, okay and like carl urban convinces him to go to this like it's like uh like a it's similar to like what what veterans go to when they come back from war, like a support group type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the scene that gets me is when they're sitting in there, and the guy's talking about how he was dating a superhero that, like, she was like Iceman from uh, X Men, and they were having sex, and she froze and snapped his dick off, and like whoa and i was like i i that that scene just in my head is like that's i don't know why that affects my brain so bad but like that and i think i watched one episode after that and i stopped watching but for some reason out of all the gore and all the gross things that happen in the show that's the scene that that's hard that's hardcore though yeah so hmm yeah I don't even want to think about it. It hurts to think about. (laughs) Well, I heard, I heard there was something, I heard there's something, something happened in the first episode of this new season. I I think you, you, you might want to brace yourself. What, what happens? I I mean, you can speak for me. I don't care. What do you hear that happens? (laughs) Okay. Well, there's a, there's this guy that he can shrink himself down. Yeah. And, uh, and he's doing a little bit of sex play with this, with this, with this other dude. And this other dude basically has him like walk inside walk inside his dick hmm. <laughs> and basically it's the it basically he wants him to get far enough to tickle his prostate while the while the guy's in while the guy's inside of him he sneezes and when he sneezes it causes him to lose focus on his power and he, and he goes back to his normal normal his normal state like like his tall self mm-hmm. and he explodes the guy from the inside mm. <laughs> it, it, and the only reason why I even know about this scene, it, well, number one, it was being talked about, but it was it was being talked about, and I so I didn't I didn't have that much context to know it was the boys. But then someone decided to share a clip of it, mm. and so like I just happened to I just happened to be like like I was like, what is this? And I was like, what is this? What the hell is going on? Like, oh my god! <laughs> mm, gross. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So now I know that that's happening, and and the crazy part is, is like, okay, I'm I'm intrigued enough now that I think I want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh something something's wrong with me. I, you know, you know, I like I guess I guess I like this kind of body horror when it's meant to be funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. it's kind of I I, I kind of understand why people love the Evil Dead movies. We, you know, it's body horror, but it's meant to be funny mm-hmm. or satire. Yeah. Yeah, like what was that movie? I mean, even in with, uh... even in Obi Wan and like the what the I want to say the probably the first episode, like when they're looking for him in the town. Yeah, and like uh, Reva just straight up cuts that lady's hand off for like right? just out of nowhere. Like even that, I was, I was like, like I was like, man, that was, I was I mean, number one. It was so unprovoked. Yeah. I mean, well, I guess, I guess the lesson, I guess the lesson here is don't run your mouth, you know. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, that lady, that lady was kind of talking shit. <laughs> yeah, but 
you know, gross. And I mean, like, it was, I mean, it was super fast how, like, that hand just came off. Yeah, it just kind of flopped off. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> gross. Yeah, man. I was like, wow. Yeah. Also, the same reason why I didn't watch Game of Thrones, because I heard of all the gross things that happened in that show. I'm like, nope. You know what? It was few and far between, in my opinion. Like you didn't like. I feel like Spartacus blood and sand had more gore than Game of Thrones did. Yeah, I and like and, and like the stuff that and like the stuff that you you thought you you think should have you, you know like they should have played out you know like didn't play they didn't they didn't really play out like you know for example, Ramsey Bolton getting his face bitten off by one of his own dogs you know like honestly as detestable as that character is I I, I think they should have shown us <laughs> they didn't. They showed the dog clamp on him, but that, that was as far as they went. Huh. Wow. Still gross. Yeah. Uh, I did watch a scene from The Boys. I don't know what season or what episode it is, uh, but Carl Urban's character, I guess somewhere within the show, he gets superpowers. Mm-hmm. And he, like, cyclopses some guy's face in half, and, like, they show his head slide off and his brain fall out of his face. Woo! I was like, hmm, that's... That's now, why I don't watch the boys. <laughs> now this is now this is from the this is this this show is created by the same person that uh, that, was, that gave us Supernatural, you know. Mm-hmm. So if you ever well, watched Supernatural, probably why Jensen Ackles is kind of well. Like, yeah, that yeah, that's it too. too. Like yeah, yes. But if you ever watched Supernatural, like you know, Supernatural kind of pushed the boundaries of what they could on network television with their with their violence. Yeah. So yeah, so now he's got like like Amazon money, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I guess the boys just got renewed for season four, so I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I, I Good think for them. Good for them. I think I'll start watching again because, like, I really like the cast. I really like Carl Carl Urban. I like the premise of like commercializing superheroes, like real superheroes, you know. And mm-hmm. like they all they the company that monetizes them has their own movie studio and their own energy drinks and their own sports teams and stuff that the superheroes have to like promote and do and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's, I think the premise is super interesting. I just got to get past the nastiness. So, uh, but yeah, that, uh, close to protocol. Cool. looks cool. Like a cool horror game for people who want one of those. Uh, was there anything else that you, uh, enjoyed? thoroughly from those showcases was there anything else that got uh, you excited besides ninja Turtles? starfield okay i'm i'm officially on board with starfield now all right I'm let's officially on board. let's talk about starfield because like i'm i'm not but i'm also not a bethesda game studios person i'm not i'm not i'm not nerdy for their stuff either like like you know like i haven't i haven't taken them seriously since fallout fallout uh shit which fallout was the last one i played fallout Fallout, Fallout three, Fallout seventy six. Uh, no, I didn't play seventy six. <laughs> I didn't play se- I didn't play four. I didn't play. I didn't play New Vegas. So yeah, the last so one I, I played was <laughs> was Fallout three. Yeah, I played. I played the Fallout three game of the year edition back on PS three. Mm. Yeah, that's the last Fallout game I actually played seriously. So yeah, so I did get. I did. I did get excited when I heard that you know they're interested in the pit in uh in Fallout seventy six. But at the same time, like oh this is Fallout seventy six. I'm not playing that shit. It's free though, and it's on Game Pass, so you could technically oh, vlog right. in and play it if you wanted. Okay, I guess I guess there's that. If you wanted, not no pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Starfield looks interesting. It's so they're they're kind of like 
out there saying, hey, there's over a thousand planets that you can go to and do stuff on there. Like, is this is that. this a I Mass Effect two situation where like, yeah, there's a ton of planets in this game, but you can really only land. All on you do planet. is like, all you do, do is do missions on them on like fifteen of them. You know, that's the way I feel. And you know what? I really I really want to ask like developers and producers and stuff. Stop telling us this crap. Mm-hmm. Stop telling this crap if only 5% of it is true. Yeah. <laughs> also, by the way, side tangent, did you see that he confirmed Fallout 5 after Elder Scrolls? Yes. I'm like, why yes. are, why, why do you keep saying words? Stop. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. That game is 10 years away. <laughs> you got to get StarCraft out the way. You got to get, you, you get Elder, Elder Scrolls out the way. Like, yeah, damn, stop. Look, Elder Scrolls is in pre-production right now. Yeah. Pre-production. Yep. You really think that game's coming out in five years? No. 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 What? Uh, just, just <sighs> stop. Stop saying words. Yeah, they really need to. They really need to. I get it. You know, like yeah, like, it's easier to say that Fallout Five is 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 in plans. You know, say that. You I, know, I get it, but like, stop. Just stop. Just, I don't want to hear anything else. Of course, because, you know, of course. Like, I get it okay, you want to tell people what's, like, on your roadmap and stuff, but, like, of course Bethesda Game Studios is making another Elder Scrolls and another Fallout game. Of mm-hmm. course they are. Yeah. Who, who, why wouldn't they? You know? But just just stop, man. Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls 6 was announced four years ago, and it's just now entering pre-production. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, Starfield. It, <laughs> so... W- you were saying that you want to question the devs about this stuff. Uh, it's just, it's just more on the fact is like, don't say stuff like that, you know, like, and you know, like over a thousand worlds that you can visit and stuff like that. I don't believe it, you know, because not even no man's sky can deliver that. And they're saying that you could land anywhere on these planets too. Yeah. Like there's yeah, not be- just specific. I don't, that- I don't believe that either. I guarantee you, you're going to go to a planet and it's going to maybe like, two or three ports at best you can land at if that you know like shit some plants are probably so inhospitable you can only land in one place and, and even do some shit you know yeah. like let's 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 be honest let's be honest like look at look at how our galaxy is like you know like if we were able to travel travel through space you know a little bit more than we could i guarantee you every place that we come every plant or planetoid that we come across is not going to be landable you right. know stop doing that you know because then you got you got you're telling me like you spent all this time mapping out all these planets yeah why? No. Like, why would you do that? First no, of all? no. Like, like I would have rather them just have like, okay, so you have one dense solar system, right? I would have rather them just done that. Yeah, you know? and yeah, I, or just or, or or tell people or tell people that you know, like there, there, tell people there are a thousand planets in the game that you can visit, but but give us realistic expectations. Yeah, you can see every planet, but that doesn't mean you can land on every planet. That doesn't mean you can interact with every planet and stuff like that. You know, like. Yeah. Just, just say, hey, we have a dense galaxy, you know, it's filled with planets and stars and all this stuff, you know, like, don't, because somewhere out there, someone's taking it really seriously, and they're like, oh, I'm gonna land on every single planet, I'm gonna get every achievement, and you're gonna be like, yeah, you're gonna play the game for 700 hours. <laughs> Gosh, people are just, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I, look, I, like think, a, I, I think, oh. I actually think that having that many planets is gonna make the game functionally worse. Yes. Yeah. And not, not that 
Not that Bethesda Game Studios games are particularly polished <laughs> in a lot of ways. When you have a game that's too wide open, like it, there's just more room for bugs. Yeah. And especially like working on a new engine and stuff, like I just, it would have been, it would have been more palatable if you had like, like you said, like, okay, there's a thousand planets in this game that you, maybe you can mine or maybe you can like see or whatever, but there's really only 15 or 20 planets that have at, at best. Yeah. That have like real things to do on them, you know? And, uh, I don't know. Oh, look, I we haven't played the game yet, right? It's obviously not out. Yeah. I'm just I'm very concerned about how large this game is when, you know, on PlayStation, if you put too many wheels of cheese in a house, that game just froze up, right? Like it's mm-hmm. just I'm concerned, you know? I I I think that players have some things to be concerned about, and I know Austin is like super excited for it. I don't want to take anybody's excitement away, right? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, the concept seems interesting, uh, but for me, it's just, I don't know. I told, I told the Crossroads crew, like, I'm, I'm probably going to spend real money on this because it, it looks impressive, but you know what? I think I will at least grab the Game Pass copy first. Yeah. <laughs> before, yeah, before I play make it on a Game real Pass first. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, that's what I've been doing is like, oh, I'll play it on Game Pass. And if I really like the game, I will buy it outright, like Outriders, right? Like, mm-hmm. it came to Game Pass and I was like, oh man, I really love, I really love this game. So when it was like half price, I ended up just buying it straight up, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Starfield is uh, worrisome. Although, the other game they showed off first, Redfall, also seems really worrisome. And some news was coming out today that also has me worried about it. Uh, I was not. I was not impressed. I wasn't I mean, I, either. I, I wanted to be like Redfall seemed cool. Like you know, it's like it never seemed cool to me. I was it, like, it never did. I was like, all right, the division with vampires, let's go. And it's not. It's like Vampire Borderlands. It seems like, and. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. And I'm just like I like I'm a little bit lower on Redfall also, and not that I was like gonna be super, I'm not like a super pro Redfall player or anything, right? But mm-hmm. I I this seems like one of those games that's gonna have a really silent following, and this game is gonna be massive for Xbox, but nobody's gonna talk about it, right? Similar yeah. to like Ghost Recon. Right. Remember when Ghost Recon Wildlands sold like 25 million units, but nobody talked about it. Nobody <laughs> talked about it, which led me to believe that nobody played it. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be one of those games. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, that Xbox conference was kind of. I, I it, don't get me wrong. It I, had it had some meat and potatoes to it. it. I'll it, put it that way. It did. It had a lot of great stuff. I, just, I and it, I'm really glad that we have like a roadmap and like okay these yeah. are the games we're gonna play for the next twelve months. In the next right? twelve months, which that roadmap was pretty nice. Yeah, that road that roadmap was pretty nice. And you know like it and like because I, I was on the um I was on I was on the EXP cast Sunday for for the live for that. Mm-hmm. Um and we and we we talked about a lot of stuff and um and it's fifty games on that roadmap that they had. It was easier to count the games that weren't coming to Game Pass than to than to say what was. And I mean, you know, like the 
there's only eight games they're not they're not going to be game pass games you know and stuff yeah. like that we're talking we're talking dead space dead space remake uh resident evil 4 remake um yeah the games that are on the infographic right yeah yeah Callisto protocol uh overwatch 2 but, I, you know i i thought you know i thought this when they said free to play it was game pass but i guess it's not no well here's the thing the thing with by the way the blizzard games that showed off overwatch and diablo 4 diablo are i'm not yeah. a huge diablo person like i played diablo 3 i am like i played I diablo 3 but like diablo 4 i'm like let's let's go let's go let's go <laughs> but, but like by the time these, by the time these games come out microsoft will own activision and they will probably be on game pass yeah you yeah. know and i i know overwatch's pvp is free to play but that campaign is going to be on game pass mm-hmm. you know because that that's like the big thing for overwatch is that they're adding a campaign yeah uh, and that i'm sure will definitely be on game pass so Man, I don't uh, know. remember when Overwatch was like the biggest game on the planet for yeah. like two years, and now it's just like nothing. It yeah, feels like, like what, yeah, like what happened? Was it just the internal the internal strife at the at the at the developer studio? Is that what? No, what... no. What happened was like they started focusing the game more towards esports and really balancing it towards competitive play because of the Overwatch League, and they really needed mm-hmm. to balance the game and towards uh, that competitive play. And then what really turned the community off was they turned it from a six v six game into a five v five game, and then they limited <laughs> then they limited how many like DPS versus tanks versus support players you could have per team, uh-huh. uh, and that really made a lot of people angry as well. So mm-hmm. they kind of just like took away everything that people really loved about the game. Like if you wanted five Winston's, which is the big gorilla or six Winstons on a team, you could when the game launched. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> three but win- now, but now it had to but now it had to be one of each character. Yeah, and if somebody picks that character okay. on the other team, you couldn't pick it for your team, I think is one oh, of the Oh, are you for real? Too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I it didn't got, know that. That's kinda that's kinda bullshit. Yeah, it got like real meta like that and people just mm-hmm. did not care for that. So I wonder if they're gonna change some things. I really liked Overwatch. I played a lot of Overwatch for a long time because uh, especially when Destiny was in a lull. Uh, mm-hmm. I played a lot of Overwatch, and I got really good as a support pl- support character. Uh, and uh, I would play more Overwatch, I think, if this one turns out to be better than what they've changed the other one to be. Mm-hmm. So, Also, good things for Diablo and Overwatch, uh, cross-play and cross-progression. Yeah. Yes. Also yes. Cool. More, more of that shit, please. Yes. Yes. That means we can play together. I will to- like if you're serious about playing Diablo, I'll play it with you. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah. Like I love Diablo. I love Diablo. Um, as a matter of fact, when the uh, when the announcement that Diablo Four was coming out like a couple of years ago, like it made it it made me reinstall like freaking. <laughs> it made me reinstall Diablo Three. <laughs> yeah. Uh. They tried that with Destiny. The live comp streams were not great. Yeah, I know. They the Destiny's competitive uh, multiplayer. Uh, one one hitter one fifty one is in our chat talking about. Uh, yeah, Destiny competitive. It has been a joke for years. Um, to the point where, I think a lot of the competitive players have kind of just moved on. I think the only. I think the only competitive players still out there that are big are like. 
I think Fallout plays still does a lot. I think True Vanguard still does a lot. Glad, I'm not sure if he does PvP a lot anymore, but yeah, there's there, Datto does a lot of P, PvP, uh, you know. So I there's there's players still out there that talk about PvP, but Destiny is not a PvP game anymore. It is a PVE game that has a PvP component, and uh, yeah, these these I I hate when they try to balance things so much that it's uh, that it just ruins the game. Um, and the fact that Destin, in Destiny you can play with PC players now is just a joke, right? Because like, it, no matter what, if you get because one of my friends plays Destiny on PC and we play with him a lot, but when we went into Iron Banner, we forgot that he was playing on PC. And uh, me and me and my friend Mitch were the only two console players in the room, and we got mm. smoked because mm. first-person shooter on PC, right? I mean, you're mm-hmm. if you're playing on console, you're you're toast. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe these games get a little, well. Well, number one, like you know, like there there's always going to be the the problem of playing on a controller versus keyboard and mouse, you know. Yeah. Because uh, because like once these games start getting variable refresh rate and stuff like that, you know, like mm-hmm. that will definitely change some stuff, you know. Yeah. But at the same well, time, you know, uh, Series X already has uh, variable refresh rate. Yeah, you just need to plug a keyboard and mouse into it now. Hmm. Which you can do on some games. I know Halo supports it. Mm-hmm. Um. And then you just go into the like for crossplay and stuff on those games. You just go in and say you don't want to play against keyboard and mouse players, mm-hmm. which I know there's ways around it, but it works pretty fair for the most part. Uh, which was another game that didn't show up. Halo was not there at all. No, yeah, comment. I didn't ex- co op. I, I didn't expect anything. I didn't expect anything from Halo to be honest with you. Like they like. I was expecting a little bit on like, hey, here's an update on Forge. Here's an update on co-op, campaign co-op, and here's an update on season three, which is supposed to be hitting sometime in November. I want to say. Man, what a game! What a game! That game was so good, and talk about a game that just fell off the face of the earth. Halo. (laughs) Hey, like that game is was so fun for like a month, and it's gone. It, it happens. It happens. You I know. know, man. But I thought like Halo Infinite was going to be the one that turned it around. You know, uh, you weren't alone in that. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not a Halo fan, but um, I know. Um, but I know a lot of people that you know they thought that this is it. You know, mm-hmm. and you know, like our friends over on our friends over at Diggity, uh, Jeff and Brody. Like, man, like they. Like they're they're utterly disappointed with uh with how Halo turned out. Yeah, uh, and that that's just crazy. Like I played Halo all the way up until the Witch Queen came out. I think, like I mm-hmm. I, I played I was alternating between like the story stuff for Destiny and then multiplayer in Halo, and I played it all the way until Witch Queen came out, and then I haven't touched it since. Like I literally have not even touched Halo since. So sad, 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 sad. Uh, what what else excited you, Leron? Um, well, let's see what else. What what else um on the show excited me? Uh, let me see. I already talked about Diablo. Uh, oh um the uh, the two, what was the uh, okay the game Flintlock. Like I'm interested in that. Um and what was the other game? Flintlock. Um, what was Flintlock? Sh- oh, that that third person action kind of. Yeah, where where like you're playing as this lady and she's mm-hmm. running around with this axe and all all of a sudden she's like, Wow, like yeah. 
it's like it's like how come she wasn't doing uh, like i was like how come she wasn't doing that the whole time right. you know <laughs> yeah um what else um um shoot hold on you know what hold on i i can pull all this stuff up uh high on life that game looks zany enough that I'm oh going to try it. You know, it's you and be Josh, a... man, Josh was all about that. Oh, game. No, 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 no. I'm not raving about the game. No, you are. Not... I heard you. You said that game is amazing. 10 out of 10. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no. I feel like, I feel like he's digging at you, Josh. If you're still in chat. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. But Flintlock for sure. Uh, okay. Let's talk about as dust falls for a moment. Okay. Yeah, I I plan on playing that game, but I'm not as excited as I was when they first announced it. Now, because they announced it a while back, yeah, um, and I was more excited for it then than I am now because like the the it's the animation for me, you know, it's more like it's still frame animation, you know, and not just you know like someone just took the time and animated animate the damn game and the characters and all that stuff you know yeah. so i don't know how i really feel about that but the, given the simple fact that it's going to play just like some of my favorite games which are heavy rain and detroit become human it's got it, it's got my attention mm-hmm. and i'm always in for i'm always in for a good story that you know like that will get you in, in, to interact with the game just as much as the game interacts with you you know mm-hmm. um so yeah there's that uh oh a big win for big win for microsoft getting persona yeah, I mean, big I, win. I'm I'm actually happy with that because like I, I've you're been wanting the to best play versions it. of those games. I know they're getting. Uh, I'm I'm excited to play. So I played a lot of Persona Four Golden on the Vita mm-hmm. when I had one, and then my Vita died, and then I couldn't finish it. But I've been wanting to play Persona Five for a while. Uh-huh. But as you know, I do not have a PlayStation currently. Yeah, and so. I was like, I'm not going to buy it for, you know, like, I, obviously I have a library of games for PlayStation that I could go in and be like, oh, yeah, I can play this. I can play this. I I can, you know, play Horizon now and uh, God of War is coming out and Final Fantasy 16. Like, there's games that I, that I can get a PlayStation for, right? I'm not I'm not digging that. But, like, I just keep saying, man, I, I don't know. But I, I'm glad it's coming to Game Pass, too. Game Pass Day 1. Uh so that I might, I'll probably check it out this fall, to be honest, because there's mm-hmm. not a lot coming out this fall that I'm like super yeah. interested in playing, right? I mean, besides Gotham Knights and Hogwarts Legacy and you know, I mean, <laughs> like first, which by I, the way, has Hogwarts been delayed yet? Because I've no, okay. The rumor is it's going to be delayed to next year. It's that rumor's been floating around for a while, but they swear uh-huh. it's coming out this holiday. So the Switch version will get delayed because it's the Switch version, and then it'll probably the ulti- it'll probably ultimately get canceled or ported to like a cloud version. But I don't know. I really want to play that game a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. But I mean, in terms of like Switch stuff, I know a lot of people are excited for a lot of stuff coming out this fall for Switch and. Rightly so. There's a lot of great things like Splatoon and, you know, uh, uh, Bayonetta 3, I think, looks interesting. But I'm yeah. not. And Pokemon will sell a bajillion copies. And, you know, there, there's a rumor that there's going to be a Nintendo Direct on the 20th. I really, 20 I really 9th, wish but... someone could 
tell me the 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 at the real draw of Pokemon. Like I mean, like I it's I collecting. Into... It's 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 a simple RPG where you collect things. It's like mm-hmm. the epitome of gaming, right? Like mm-hmm. oh, I gotta collect them all. Gotta go get them all. I guess that's it because like I I was never I was never really fascinated by the Pokemon series, you know. Mm-hmm. And 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 the crazy part was over the years the the you know as we got more and more like you know like hardware hardcore systems and stuff like that like the pokemon games didn't seem to evolve at all so you know mm-hmm. i was like oh i'm playing a glorified game boy game on 3ds you mm-hmm. know <laughs> so it was one of those things is like it was i just couldn't understand it and i felt like you know like is this just laziness or whatnot you know and i know and i know somewhere somebody is like is like taking out a hit on me for saying this stuff you know you mean our <laughs> entire writing team <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to. I'm not insulting you guys. I love you, but well, I just—I no, mean, like we have such an aim towards Nintendo on the site, which is, you know, f- fine and, and fair. And I know Pokemon is just super popular amongst everybody, but you know, when you <laughs> when I don't we understand. start, I don't, I don't. Well, if, if I'm being honest with you, like now, now the writing team's gonna come after me. I don't understand how like nobody's really played Monster Hunter until the Switch version came out. Given that three games were on the 3DS. Yeah. Three games were on a 3DS and two were on, on uh, well, two were on the Wii U. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand how, like, the writing team didn't play any Monster Hunter games, still Switch. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. We, 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 we like what we like when we play what we, like, we play, and that's, and that's what makes us unique. Yeah. Exactly. That's what makes us community, and that's what makes us unique at the same time. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's cool. Like I, I can't ridicule people for what they like because I, I guarantee you someone's like, you play a Monster Hunter game? What, what's wrong with you, bro? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, have you seen it? <laughs> Man, I really want to start playing Monster Hunter Rise, and I just, I, I just. Well, I would, I, I would say don't. I, I would, I would say don't mess with this demo. Oh God! I'm not. I, I like... have it. I have it installed on my Switch. I have Monster Hunter have you, Rise have, on my Switch. The full have game. Have you played any of it? Have you I played cr- any of I it? I created my character and I went out of the town. Just wait until just wait until Sunbreak comes out. Then don't don't mess with it right now because like if you start messing with it right now, you're going to be lost because like when when Sunbreak comes out, it's the expansion and it's going to add whole new move sets and all that stuff. It's just better if you start right when Sunbreak happens. Okay. And learn everything. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm being, I'm being honest. You're just gonna, you're just gonna be, you're gonna be so lost because Sunbreak is out in 15 days. Sunbreak is out in 15 days, so yeah, you're gonna be lost. I know. And I've already, and I already said, I think I said last, was it last night? No, yeah. Well, actually, Ed was helping me test out some things because, because uh, if you guys didn't know, like uh, Crossroads debuted debuted an episode on live on YouTube and not Twitch as normal. YouTube. Um, what? Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, like it was, it was my first time actually doing a live podcast, you know, on on YouTube, you know. Uh, but the but the plan is like eventually Crossroads is going to transition to YouTube. We're going to get there by an episode by episode one hundred. So like for now, we're doing a staggered a staggered thing where like a couple of episodes happen on Twitch, then one episode happens on YouTube, then a couple more on Twitch and whatnot. And then and this gives me time to learn like everything I need to know about straight up streaming on YouTube because like it's a little it's a little bit of a process versus OBS. But um, but yeah. So uh, I was I was Ed was helping me get things figured out last last night before the show went live, and 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 Ed was talking to me about Monster Hunter Sunrise Sunbreak, and I told him and I told him that um that that 
I'm probably because because of guys like you, um, Ed, Grayson. I probably even though I pre-ordered my copy for PC, I'm probably going to buy a, 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 a copy for Switch as well, and just have two different characters, which is going to piss me off because it means I'm going to be playing why, double time. Why don't they just do cross save? It was I don't know what I don't know what the hell is wrong with like, Capcom, especially when Capcom puts a damn poll out asking people what they want and. and it's not like Nintendo prevents that. So many games do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, Witcher, no, no. Civ, XCOM. Capcom, I'll be honest with you. Capcom is Capcom's behind behind the curveball on this stuff because I mean, you know, like they should have already been thinking about this because they had Monster Hunter World on Xbox, on Xbox, PlayStation, and eventually it came to PC. But didn't they just announce that Street Fighter Six is going to be crossplay and cross progression? You know what? Don't don't make me mad. They <laughs> just did that. They I swear make, they just did that. Don't, don't make me mad. I know it's I know it's crossplay. They announced it. Was it cross probably play. is. It probably is. And I think <laughs> like, I think the skins and stuff that you that because don't they have like skin packs that you can buy or whatever? That sounds yeah. so gross. Skin packs, gross. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're cross. I I you can if you buy it on one platform, you can use them on another. I swear that's it. I swear you can. And that's what... Because, like, isn't that new Resident Evil 8 Mercenaries mode crossplay, yeah, too? Yeah, it's crossplay, yeah. Which that probably yeah. has cross-progression as well, I would assume. Now I'm not sure, now I'm not sure if it's Capcom or, if it's, or it's the Monster Hunter team, but somebody somebody's slipping out there because they had plenty of time to get this right. Like, Monster Hunter... Monster Hunter's has been really effed up. You know, because like I said, like, you know, like they it launches on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, you know, Monster Hunter World. Mm -hmm. Then the PC version comes out nine months later and it's in a staggered release format. So like when updates come out for the PlayStation and Xbox, we're not getting the same updates on the PC. And it took them about five months to get everything caught up. They, they kind of put PC version on hurry up mode. And I think they did that because they knew people were modding the game. And basically like because they because we couldn't port our characters over, people were modding the game. To fast track their characters to get caught up. I played it the traditional way before I modded my game, by the way. So you know, whereas whereas it took me like 500 hours in Monster Hunter to get to a certain level, I surpassed that character. I suppressed that character on PC in 120 hours because I knew what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, and so and so like here comes Monster Hunter Rise. It comes out. It comes out on the Switch, and then it comes out on PC like six months later. No, actually, it was longer than that. I want to say it was almost nine months, like like it was Monster Hunter World, and and you know, like no cross save, no cross progression, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, makes it makes people mad. You know, like not too many people worry about cross play. You know, but cross save was like would be would, it would be the biggest thing they could have done. Yeah, I'm just yeah, I I just don't understand why they didn't do that because that would have incentivized more people to double dip. Right, and you know, like shit in this economy, you want people to spend as much money in your game as possible. Uh -huh. Yeah, so that that just really bothers me. Uh, so yeah, but uh, Street Fighter Six, though, I guess since we're kind of already on the Capcom train, looks fun. It looks. looks I'm interested. They have piqued mm -hmm. my interest. Uh, not that I'm a fighting game person, but. Uh, if there is a fighting game that I do enjoy button mashing, uh -huh. 
it would be Street Fighter. Although I did buy Injustice to play as the Ninja Turtles for like 20 minutes. So that was fun also. But something tells me they're not going to put Ninja Turtles into Street Fighter. Although that would be cool. They did do Street Fighter versus X-Men. Uh-huh. Oh, man. What if they did that? Oh, my gosh. That'd be amazing. I'm very excited now for something that's never going to happen. Uh, how, how do you feel about Street Fighter? I mean, <laughs> Daddy um, Ryu is that what everybody's calling him. Right. <laughs> uh, I think it's I think it's actually pretty cool. Um, I, I think it's pretty cool. I don't I don't know if I'm on on the train yet to to get it. You know. Uh huh. Um, but uh, but it looks good. Um, I'm interested. You know. Um, I I I I can't do but so many fighting games at a time. Like if I'm going to be devoted to Tekken, you know, like I can't you know I can't mess around and like play. It sounds stupid, but I'm I'm kind of a one track gamer. You know, in certain regards, you know, like I'm one of those people like I'll easily get like the control mechanics like screwed up from one game to another because they play so similar and stuff like that, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah. Street Fighter 6 looks amazing, though. Like I I'm, I I I probably will dabble with it. That 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 can be said. I probably will dabble with it. But, you know, like more than likely, I'll probably treat it like I've tried like I've treated a uh, whatchamacallit. Um. Like actually, like Street Fighter Five, you know, like I, I'll just wait until like the final version comes out. So uh, arcade edition, ultimate, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's always like five thousand versions, right? There's like four versions on Xbox right now on sale of Street Fighter Four, mm-hmm. right? There's like the normal version, the super super version, the arcade version, the yeah championship edition. Like, it's just. <laughs> So many versions, it's so stupid. It's fine though. They'll get their money. They'll get their season looks, passes. Right? It looks gorgeous though. Oh uh, yeah, it looks really good. Um, Chun Li looks cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Is there uh, anything else that really excited you about anything that was announced? Um, because I'm, I'm actually I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not really excited for anything that was shown off at any of these things. Oh really? I mean nothing like. I'm like, man, I'm gonna get that day one, you know. Uh, I'm probably gonna spend money on the Hot Wheels expansion for Horizon, for Forza Horizon. Yeah, see, like the Hot Wheels expansion and Forza Motorsport also looks really cool. But like, a, I think it's, I think I know that I'm just gonna get Forza Motorsport because it's on Game Pass, right? So like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I'll just get it, you know, when it comes out. Also, I'm not like a huge driving game fan, but like, there was just. I don't know, man. I've been in this funk where, like, I just can't get... I'm not excited for things. But, like, it's hard to get excited when it's not grabbing you, you know? And That's true. That is true. Like, the only thing that got me super excited was the Casey Jones announcement for Ninja Turtles was, like, the biggest thing for me. That's because you're a Ninja Turtles nerd. I know, but, like, out of all the things that were shown the last week and a half, you would have thought, like, something else would have grabbed me, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And nothing really did, you know. I yeah. don't. And I mean, there was a lot that they they revealed and put out there. I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, You're right. You're right. I'm. I'm. Wolong Wolong Fallen Dynasty. That's the other one. Yeah, that game looks really cool. That was like that Neo esque game. Yeah. Uh, from Team Ninja, that game looks really cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I will probably definitely play that. Uh, but like. I, I, I don't know. Like Diablo four, I think was the thing that got me the most excited. 
Also, it's cool to see Rod Ferguson back on the Xbox stage, even though he left the coalition to go to Blizzard to leave Xbox, and now Xbox owns Blizzard, <laughs> technically. It's funny how that happens. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of all I got. You want to? You got anything you want to talk about, or you want to? Uh, no, I think I pretty much like I pretty much named everything that that you know was uh was good for me you know mm-hmm. capcom showcase was uh was the capcom showcase is pretty fun but then again everyone knows like i was just losing my fucking mind about all the stuff they revealed and Mo- for monster hunter yeah like there was like like there was like in the monster hunter trailer that very first like that very first dragon that they that showed up the green the green and red one mm-hmm. like i lost my mind because i i thought i would we would never see this monster this monster has been in, in monster hunter previously but only in the pc version that was available in japan way back in the monster hunter two days and it was one of those things because they were like well this game is not considered canon so like we're not we're probably never going to see these monsters and the fact that you know like espina shows up and you know like i i before before they even showed the full body of the monster I knew what it was. Mm. <laughs> that's that's just how much like at one point like because um because Capcom used to have this portal, uh this they they, they they used to call it the Monster Hunter portal where basically like it basically like how Destiny has a portal right mm-hmm. uh yeah same thing where you go you go all the various region sites and stuff like that and and see different things like I would go to the Monster Hunter Frontier site and just download all the artwork and stuff and it will and it would wind up being like you know like like backgrounds you know like like backgrounds for my for my for my desktop and stuff like that mm-hmm. and espionage was one of them so like so like i said like when, when i saw just the faintest like a hint of like green and red i was like ooh, that's espionage as espionage <laughs> but uh but man the reveals were the reveals were insane for uh from for monster hunter world sunbreak um and I, I just tell my friends, I was like, you know, I, I tell friends who used to play Monster Hunter, but they don't play Monster Hunter anymore. I'm like, this is an exciting time to play Monster Hunter now. Like, World, like, basically changed the game. Yeah, I see World on sale on Xbox, like, every other week. I'm like, I want to, but I feel like I should just wait for Monster Hunter 6 at this point. Yeah, but if you but if you wake up, if you wake me up one day and say, hey, I just got Monster Hunter World, I will jump on that and play that. <laughs> yeah, but I would have played on Xbox and oh, you had to play it on cross PC. play. Yeah, you had to play it on PC because I don't have an Xbox. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. well, I think we're gonna wrap it there. Yeah, this is a good show. Good show. Yeah, this is a good show. A, a, a two. A two. We got to be Star Wars nerds. We did. We did. We got to. Yeah, man, Obi Wan, man, great show. Everybody I know, watch I, it. I know you were waiting. I know you were waiting for at least me to get synced up on this show. So yeah, I was like, I was waiting I, for somebody, man, somebody, <laughs> anybody. We're gonna do yeah, because I've I've been an episode behind, you know. Yeah, we're gonna. So when the show is over, we're gonna do a uh, a spoiler cast for the entire show. Uh, we're okay. gonna have our friend uh, friend of show Andre on to talk about it. Uh, so oh man, yeah, so. Uh, it, I, it'll probably be a combination of me, Leron, and Andre, and maybe one other person if people are caught up. So, ah, oh, thanks for inviting me. Really, you're gonna you're you're gonna act like Ed <laughs> here? No, 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 no. I didn't know if you already had it planned with with, oh. with other people. No, dude, you know I don't have anything planned until like <laughs> until the day of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyways, I want to thank everybody for watching and or listening to this episode of the Boss Rush Podcast. I uh, hope you enjoyed the new look. If you're watching, please subscribe on YouTube at youtube.com slash Network. If you listen on iTunes or Spotify, please leave us a five-star rating or review. If you support us on Patreon, thank you. If you don't, head on over to patreon.com slash Network, And for a dollar, you get a bunch of shows early. Uh, LaRon, again, thank you for your time tonight. As always, oh, yeah. where can we find you? Uh, just look for me everywhere at Exodus803, E-X-O-D-U-S-803. Uh, so social media, uh, Twitch and YouTube, uh, PlayStation Network, Steam ID. You can find me there. Uh, Tuesday nights on either my YouTube channel or my Twitch channel at 8 p.m. You can find the Crossroads podcast where we talk about PlayStation, Xbox, and PC gaming and a ton of other stuff in between. Um, and also, you already know I'm here for the Boxers podcast, but there's also that that wonderful show After Dark, uh, and I'm on various iterations of Standard Definition. That, that that is true. That is true. We're about to do a, a two man After Dark. Uh, oh. Anyway, this one doesn't. Thank God this one's not live. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> You can find me at I am Corey on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me on Nintendo Power Block, Standard Definition, and a plethora of other content here on the Boss Rush Network. Uh, remember to like, subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you listen. Thank you so much for watching. Until next time, we love you. Goodbye. Have a good one.